You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews at jaysrenacouch.com, and... I apologize, this is coming a little later than initially planned, but between work and just the crippling depression, it's been a rough week. And I mean, that's all I I think I really need to say about that. It sucks. This time of year sucks. There is nothing going on and there's no... There's no promise of baseball on the horizon. You can't go outside. You can't see friends because of the pandemic. It sucks all around. I can't really sugarcoat it. I can try and take your mind off it. But that's just the way I'm feeling. And y'all know I tell you just the way I'm feeling. So, now are we going to get our minds off depression? Let's talk about Robbie Ray not being on the Blue Jays anymore. <laughs> that, that works, right? That's that's a cure for it. Maybe it will be um, after the end of this. Um, so this is going to be the final um, installment of our trilogy on looking on the losses the Blue Jays have taken this offseason. Um, I promised this uh, back when I started it with Marcus Simeon. Held on to it and put out that Stephen Matz and cast episode. Because, you know, I wanted to save Robbie Ray for the end. Because Robbie Ray is, is an interesting case for the Blue Jays. Um, and, you know, I'm glad we get to do this now with your first listen of the day. If it's not your first listen, you can make it your first listen when it's free and available on all platforms. And... If you are making it your first listen, we thank you. But we we have to talk. first first of all, let's just appreciate the fact that Robbie Ray was a thing for the Blue Jays. I mean again, I I can't stress this enough. The Blue Jays literally got paid to take Robbie Ray away from the Diamondbacks. And they gave up a pitcher who ended up returning to them like within less than a year. Travis Bergen, you will always have a special place in my heart just for making that happen. Because it was kind of hilarious that it, it wasn't even six months later. It was, it, was, it was hilarious. It was highway robbery. Getting Robbie Ray in. And then getting him to re-sign on that one-year deal. Blue Jays got the American League Cy Young winner on a one-year $8 million deal. Robbie Ray is the absolute pinnacle of the Blue Jays strategy when it came to buying low on on players and and it's not like it wasn't out of the realm of possibility 
Um, I actually found uh, an article by Kenny Kelly at Beyond the Box Score um, detailing back when um, when Robbie Ray was in the midst of just a awful season. Um, detailing how the Blue Jays might have seen this coming when they acquired him from Arizona for Travis Bergen. Because um, a lot of what happened with Robbie Ray was that in 2018, his, his fastball speed started to dip. And then in 2019, it was terrible. Um, he averaged like 92 on a fastball that previously touched 94 with ease. And when your your four seam starts looking more like your breaking pitches, it's a lot easier to hit. And Robbie Ray got hit. He got hit hard in 2019 uh, to the tune of 30 home runs and uh, 150 hits and 174 innings. And it just got worse in Arizona when his control failed him. And to be honest, he, he hasn't—he um, hasn't really figured out all of the issues. But we'll get to those. We'll get to those in uh, in a later segment. What happened though when he when he got back to Toronto was that continued improvement um, in his fastball velocity. It ticked back up. And, and last season, 2021, it was actually back to his 2017 levels. Um, his fastball averaged about 94 and a half miles per hour last season. That was exactly what he had in 2017 when he was in the Cy Young consideration. Obviously, it got a little better considering he had um, major league leading 284 ERA and 248 strikeouts. Sorry, the 284 ERA led the American League. But um, a whip of 104 from a starter is very good. As we said, he, he found his fastball speed again. He, found, he, um, he went back to his slider. Which is another thing. He started experimenting with a curveball um, in uh, in 2017, and and went to it more and abandoned his slider. Essentially, in 2019, um, it it maintained that level. But if as you saw in 2021, um, the curveball usage went way down. Like he's he he went from throwing about like 80 or so curveballs a month according to brooksbaseball.net down to about 20 and that increased reliance on a slider combined with the fastball velocity is what allowed Robbie Ray to to just rack up a bunch of strikeouts and it, it was remarkable I was lucky enough to see Robbie Ray in full form when I went to Toronto um, and saw him against the Tigers. And it, it was remarkable. I was sitting along the, the third base line with my friend Leslie. And even from that vantage point, 
you could you could just see the dip on that slider and and how how much trouble those tigers batters were having with it to the point where they needed a wild pitch to tie the game and steal that win but um again just being being able to have confidence in that fastball and being able to work that slider off it um is what allowed Robbie Ray to have that return to form. So, if Robbie Ray had found something he had lost, why didn't the Blue Jays make a concerted effort to keep him? We'll get into that in a, a second here, but before I do, we gotta talk about Bilt Bar, because that's just what we do here. We, we talk baseball and we talk Bilt Bar. It's the New Year's, so that means New Year's resolutions. If you're the if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure Built Bar is in your plan. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It'll make it easier to stick to your resolution because it's tasty. Like other protein bars suck. I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. They they taste like you know, like unprocessed protein. Like like powder. I don't want that. I want something that's good, and Bilt Bar tastes good. It's coated in 100% real chocolate. They average between 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and anywhere from 13 to 17 grams of protein. So much healthier than a candy bar. Like, like I, I used to have, like, you know, mini Twix or whatever stashed around the apartment. Now I just have Bilt Bar because it's so much better. And they have so many different flavors. Like, um, uh, they have coconut brownie chunk available right now. They have caramel macchiato, eggnog. They have classics like coconut almond, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie. And right now, while supplies last, churro puffs are back. Little, little more sugar for you because, I mean, they're churros. Um... But just 140 calories per, per bar, so you get that churro taste, and you don't have to feel bad about it. So go to Built.com, check out the flavors available, place your order while supplies last. Use the, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off that order at Built.com. So check it out, see what's new, and get you some tasty Built Bars. Okay, so why is Robbie Ray now a Seattle Mariner? I think is the is the question that was on a lot of Blue Jays fans' minds. I mean, how could we? How could you let the Cy Young winner go? Um, I know I'm I'm terrible for doing that voice. Well, there are a few reasons. One, um, Seattle offered him a lot of money, five years, 115 million dollars for Robbie Ray, uh, to head up that Mariner staff. That is. And that is that is peaking when he's thirty four. Um, you'll you'll start you'll start the deal at twenty one million next season. Um, he's going to be paid twenty five million per year when he's thirty four. And that is the crux of the issue. Robbie Ray seemed to have everything figured out last season. And, you know, it wasn't hard to believe. It was something that was feasible. Like I said, going back to the Kenny Kelly article. 
he got his fastball back to where it needed to be. His, his spin rate went up um, after it became below average in 2019. And it had more movement on it so it's it's easy to see why ray was was more successful in doing that but how long does that last is the question because we've seen what kind of happens with pitchers who rely on velocity and spin rate in order to have success it's hard to sustain it i mean um i i i don't want to i don't want to sugarcoat this for everyone but as pitchers age they lose velocity it's it's just something that happens um you know uh let me let me just grab a random picture for you. Um, y'all remember Tim Lincecum? Remember when he was like really, really good uh, for San Francisco? And then um, all of a sudden he wasn't? Yeah, a lot of that had to do with his inability to generate that speed uh, that he was known for. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you back to um Brooks Baseball here. When he was starting out with the Giants, when he was doing really, really well, um, he was averaging like Robbie Ray, about 95 miles per hour on his fastball. Um, he was getting a fair amount of movement on that fastball. And people couldn't catch up with him. Um said that that all-star year in 2008 uh he had an 18-5 record league leading 265 strikeouts but you start seeing the dip and for lincecum it started dipping about age 28 which is when robbie ray had his very terrible year and lincecum back, bounced back a little bit after that he didn't have the kind of success that ray had but age 30 was the last you know, very um, tangibly good year for Tim Lincecum. And after that, the injury started to set in. And Robbie Ray has not had a lot of injuries, but he's, he's had enough. And, you know, I, I hate to bring up that history, but you kind of have to when when factoring um factoring this in uh you know he's he's had strained muscles already he missed time at the start of the season um banging his arm when he fell down the stairs it happens um but you worry about that going forward because and I, again what what sets it off the next time? Going back to Tim Lincecum, um, he got hit by a line drive in that 2015 season. Um, got hit in the elbow by DJ LeMahieu, and soon after that, found out he had a 
a degenerative condition in his hips. Had to go undergo surgery for both of those. Then he came back with the Angels and was garb. Just nothing. Nothing to be said. It was He was garb. Because that's what happens when you go to the Angels. Um, but yeah, 916 ERA for Los Angeles. Um, and then the next season he was in the Rangers organization. Um, and, uh, he did not last very long. He, he was a reliever for them and he still had a 568 ERA. And that was, that was it. And I don't think the Blue Jays, with the window they think they have, wanted to take the risk that Robbie Ray goes down the Tim Lincecum route. Especially for a guy who already showed he he may tiptoe that line a little bit. I mean, if we look at Baseball References player comps for him, do you know who the, who the player comp is after that age 29 season that he had? Francisco Liriano. And Liriano was good for a little bit um, after that age 30 season. But it didn't take long for him to start uh, falling down after that. And again... I don't think the Blue Jays wanted to take the risk that they might be paying $25 million for minor league Tim Lincecum. And I don't blame them. So, the Blue Jays make that decision to let Robbie Ray go. How do you replace Robbie Ray? Well, this one's going to be easy, so the final segment's going to be a little shorter for you. Um, you can bet on that. At betonline.ag. Um, it is... The website that allows you to get in on the action when and how you want to do it. They are the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year. They have a new updated desktop and mobile website. So you can sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get started. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and USC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for 2022 at betonline.ag, where the game starts. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So... We talked about how the Blue Jays would be able to replace Marcus Simeon earlier this week. How are the Blue Jays going to replace the reigning American League Cy Young Award winner? Well, thankfully, unlike um, Marcus Simeon, they already did it. And they did it in a way that we are going to talk about next episode, because this is why I saved Robbie Ray for the last one. We're going to talk about the big splash that the Blue Jays made in the offseason. They went and got Kevin Gossman. And Kevin Gossman has been a very, very good pitcher. Like I said, I, I kind of want to save some of this. Um, but uh, Kevin Gossman led the league in starts 
uh, for the second time in his career. He had a 281 ERA. Um, he didn't have uh, the strikeout totals that Robbie Ray did, but he also had uh, two-thirds the amount of home runs allowed by Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, um, for, for as dominant as he was last season, whenever uh, someone got a hold of a pitch, it was gone. He gave up um, 30 home runs, I believe. So, you know, with Gossman's ability to keep the ball in the park, that, that looks a little better. 33, I undersold him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to those guys who hit home runs off Robbie Ray. But yeah. Again, in the next episode, I'm going to discuss why the Blue Jays made Kevin Gossman their white whale and went after him with such fervor and, and let Robbie Ray go. Well, we already talked about why we why they let Robbie Ray go, but why it was more a priority to get Kevin Gossman in, what Kevin Gossman brings to the Blue Jays that Robbie Ray may not be able to, and how that will impact the team moving forward. And, you know, moving forward, if you want to make Locked On Blue Jays your first listen of the day, we appreciate it. We appreciate all the support here. Um, especially during these times when, you know, support is kind of necessary to get through the day. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to lie. It's been tough. Um, y'all know it's been tough and it's only going to get tougher, but we'll try and manage. So, uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, um, Locked On Blue Jays will be there. And while you're at it, um, since you made Locked On Blue Jays your first listen of the day, you can make uh, Locked On Bets your second listen, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, free and available on all platforms. You can follow this podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb and I'm avoiding it because it has a bunch of Arceus spoilers and I hate y'all. I hate y'all for not, you know, keeping chill. I don't hate y'all. I just hate the people who are like, look at this. I'm like, I don't want to. I want to experience it in the game. Shut up. Besides, there's no baseball to talk about or react to immediately. That's why we're reacting to it now. So hopefully you come back for our Kevin Gossman discussion. And then um, we've got one more. And then I believe we're going to go into uh, the top five games of 2021. I'm going to count them down. I'm going to pick. Well, I already have it picked pretty much. But I'm going to count them down pick the most important games for the Blue Jays last season, and then can get your thoughts on on what you believe uh, were the most pivotal games for the Blue Jays. So look forward to that on upcoming episodes. But until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrenegouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.